Hello, I'm Nivra Jaindra, and this is the Embodied Ayurveda Podcast. Here, you receive high-level, authentic, and comprehensive Ayurvedic and yogic insights so that you can truly level up your wellness practices and profession. Like, leave a review, and subscribe for more. Have you heard me say this? Gut health is mental health. Yes, yes you have. Because I say it all the time. It's at the core of how I work with clients. It's at the core of what I teach my students. From a true Ayurvedic perspective, gut health and mental health are just considered health in general. Because you're not considered healthy if your gut is aggravated or your mind is disturbed. We don't separate or create these distinctions in the same way Western medicine does. It doesn't matter where the seat of disease is, you are considered one complete whole, one complete mind-body system, energetic and physical being both. But that being said, the relationship between the gut and the mind is immediate and potent. Today we're going to be diving into one, three key principles that explain why exactly gut health is mental health and two three universal across the board integrations that will help you to completely shift the health and digestive capacity of your gut let's get into it so first of all as i've mentioned in prior episodes your gut isn't only digesting and processing the food that you eat but also the thoughts you think the emotions you feel, the beverages you drink, the air you breathe in. This concept of gut health is tied directly with the concept of Agni in Ayurveda. This is your digestive file. This digestive file, though primarily located in the gut, is actually omnipresent throughout your body. The role of your digestive file is to digest, process, and assimilate all that is being received within you, everywhere, within your skin, within the deepest layers of your psyche, in your blood, but yes, especially within the gut, which is the main seat of digestion. So imagine what happens when your gut's health is negatively impacted. And before I go into those details, I just want you to give, I I want to give you a brief, how can you tell your gut health is negatively impacted or that it's not functioning optimally. One, a fluctuating or weak appetite. Two, a propensity to feel super full after even eating just a little bit of a meal. Three, chronic gas or bloating. Four, excess acidity or a burning sensation in your gut or chest. Five, a feeling of lethargy or exhaustion after a meal. Six, you're experiencing chronic constipation or bowel movements. Seven, a sense that your food just takes a really long time to digest. These are all immediate telltale signs for me that your gut is troubled and we need to tend to this. Why? Because if your gut is troubled, it means your digestive fire or your digestive capacity is weak or aggravated. All things received and held within your mind-body system are going to have a harder time being processed. 
resulting in a sluggishness or distortion in the transformation of your inputs to nutrients, into energy that helps feed your immunity, into appropriate waste materials regularly released through your natural detoxification mechanisms like stool, sweat, exhale, urine. All of, the, all of this is going to take a toll. And again, your inputs include your emotions, your feelings, your memories, your experiences. These too need to be processed, assimilated, absorbed, released, just like everything else you consume. When your gut health is weak, mental health takes a toll. It's so much more difficult to parse through the noise and the conflicting messages and the thoughts and the mess within the mind and find clarity, vibrancy, and ease if your gut is not doing its work optimally. It's so much more difficult to cope with and process those heavier emotions, unsettling emotions like grief, worry, fearfulness, anxiety, and sadness. We need a healthy gut to support the healthy processing of these emotions. Two, the second point is that in order for your nervous system to be properly nourished, in order for your brain tissues to receive appropriate medicine from the food you eat, in, for, in order for your neurons to be firing rhythmically and support your mental ease, they need to be nourished. It, it's absolutely necessary that your gut is actually assimilating, optimally assimilating the food that you do eat. This again is contingent on the strength and intelligence of your digestive file. It is contingent on your overall metabolic capacity, your gut's capacity for healthy peristalsis, absorption, assimilation, circulation. There are too many people who consume all these superfoods and super herbs without recognizing that if their digestive fire is weak, if gut health is off, if metabolism is irregular, they're not actually going to be receiving the full potential of those foods and herbs. I know not, this sounds intuitive right now. If your gut is overwhelmed, it's dealing with its own issues, it just doesn't have the ability to intelligently and accurately absorb what is needed from your meals to pacify and support your mind. People who already have a history of trauma, high-stress work or lives, emotional instability, need that extra mental tonic, mental balm, and support. It's just not good enough to talk through things. It's necessary that you receive high vitality and balancing energetics, mental energetics, from your meals and your herbs. And now this third point I'm going to share with you is actually a contemporary finding that affirms this ancient Ayurvedic principle. And that is about 90% of serotonin is found and created in the gut. Now, for all of you that don't know, this is a modern science insight. Serotonin is a chemical neurotransmitter that helps brain and nervous system cells communicate. Its main function is to stabilize your mood, as well as create your feelings of happiness and well-being. Serotonin also plays an important role in your sleep cycles, which we know are essential for 
mental stability and health. On the flip side, a serotonin deficiency is linked with depression and anxiety. Actually, this is super interesting. A majority of the pharmaceutical pills people take for superficially treating depression or anxiety, um, for example, medications like Prozac, Lexapro, Zoloft, you might have heard of these, are SSRIs. This is Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors. They increase serotonin levels in the brain by blocking the reabsorption or reuptake of serotonin into neurons, which makes more serotonin available for the transmission of messages between neurons. This is how important serotonin is to mental health in modern Western science studies. And we know that 90% of serotonin is formed in the gut. The problem now with SSRIs is that you're not actually addressing the root cause of the issue. And two, the side effects are wild. You're tampering with very sensitive processes within the mind-body system through synthetic components and completely unnatural mechanisms. Official side effects include suicidal thoughts, seizures, psychosis, coma. What? And this whole time, 90% of this essential mood and mind regulator is actually found in the gut? How can we more naturally, holistically, and effectively tap into that? How can we bring sustained intelligence, brilliance, and vitality back into the gut so as to ensure one timely and effective processing of difficult emotions two proper absorption of necessary nutrients that will support the mind and three the healthy creation circulation and optimization of serotonin from the gut to the brain what does ayurveda tell us Now, I'm not going to get into too many specifics on food choices because I like to advise those targeted to your unique context and constitution, but I will share on three general and very powerful Ayurvedic guidelines. One, and again, you're going to hear me say this, everything within and around us happens in cycles, seasonal, moon, daily, rain cycles, and internally, hormonal, metabolic, breath cycles. Each point in the cycle has a specific function and energy associated with it. When these cycles are disturbed, irregular, haphazard, these functions and energies begin to lose their strength, natural power, and precision. We experience this in our bodies all the time because more and more our lifestyles are chaotic and messy. Our environments too have stopped following their usual cycles. We see this in the strange weather and ecological patterns. But in order to bring health back to the gut, it is imperative to bring back intelligence and rhythm to our metabolic and digestive cycles. One of the simplest ways to do this is just quite simply eat rhythmically as much as possible. Eat within the same hour window every day. 
reteach your body about its own innate cycles. Set the cycles. Set the cycles correctly. Do not skip meals at random. Create a meal schedule for yourself and stick to it as much as is possible. This will help those processes of appetite stimulation, mucus and enzyme production, peristalsis, absorption, energy release, circulation, all these necessary points of our digestive and metabolic cycle to occur more seamlessly, more easefully. Two, we choose cooked foods over raw foods. As I mentioned, Ayurveda understands this entire functioning of the gut as Agni, this concept of Agni, the digestive fire. So you can think of this little campfire within the body, within the, within the body that cooks and breaks down all that we consume, making it accessible for the rest of the body to absorb and receive. If your gut's health is weak, if you recognized that you tended to any of the above digestive disturbances that I mentioned, gas, bloating, fluctuating appetite, weak appetite, post-meal lethargy, constipation, acidity, heartburn, slow digestion, diarrhea, then we need to help this little internal campfire out. And one of the simplest ways for you to do this is to cook your food before eating it. This helps Agni out with its work, providing it with some rest as it regains its usual strength and functioning. Raw veggies, cereals, unsoaked beans or nuts, raw smoothies, raw salads, these can be very difficult for the gut to break down or cook if it's already under some pressure. So cook your food prior, help your gut out. Three, this brings me to my third point, select warm foods and beverages instead of cold foods and beverages to support with gut health. We spoke about how the potency and energy of Agni is the complete opposite of coldness in my previous episode on cold or ice drinks. You can check it out. But here is a reminder, and this extends to food as well. Cold constricts. It is heavy. It is damp, it's difficult to digest, and aggravates the energetics of air and earth in the body. When Agni is weak, your gut's campfire is weak. We need the opposite qualities. We need heat, we need sharpness, we need lightness to help build back that campfire. So please always choose warm drinks and foods and teas over iced beverages and cold foods. Always choose warm oatmeal, warm cooked food instead of those cold raw salads, um, skip the overnight refrigerated pudding or fruits and yogurt straight out of the fridge or cold pizza, cold dips. Help your gut to do its work, especially now that you know it's direct and integral relationship with the mind. This is a perspective that modern nutrition doesn't give you. I've noticed it's more fixated on these one-size-fit-all numbers, material categories, standard protocols, you know, probiotics, prebiotics, without even considering the actual rhythm and strength and intelligence of your unique digestive system. Ayurveda understands this entire process so much more holistically and comprehensively. If you're prone to 
anxiety, depression, ADHD, any mental illness, disturbance, uneasiness. These are extra, extra important integrations for you to be thinking about. So here it is. Gut health is mental health. You have some Ayurvedic insights, sprinkled in modern science, and transformative, timeless Ayurvedic integrations. Please get on it. Spread the gospel. And if you're like, Niv, I want to be able to articulate this and offer this to my loved ones and students, get certified, get trained. I'm officially enrolling students into my high-level Embodied Ayurveda certification programs. Details are in the show notes. We start Jan 2024. It's one of a kind. Trust me, I've done my research and I know you'll feel it too. So till next time, I'm your host Niv, your favorite Ayurvedic health coach and educator. This podcast is brought to you by Your Health Compass. Find me on Instagram at the rate your health compass. Big, big love to you. Bye.